Before we get into today's podcast, I would first like to acknowledge the Bidjigal and Gadigal people, the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was recorded today, and pay my respects to their elders past and present. I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Warning. Says, who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Will you confirm or deny? Maybe you should refer to Warning. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let, let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Pacetto. What up, Drama Army? Welcome to So Dramatic. I've got a little treat for you guys today. So after my chat with Fuckboy Island's Verno on Tuesday, where he addressed all of the claims from Brogan, from Molly... He spilled some piping hot tea about his relationship with Brogan. He revealed everything that happened at the finale, what didn't make it to air, and all of the drama that has gone down since the show. Yes, all of that was in episode 305. Make sure you go back and give that a listen. If you watch Fuckboy Island, that episode is a must listen. Now, old mate Verno was kind enough to stick around and answer some more questions about what filming Fuckboy Island was really like and spilled a shit ton of behind the scenes goss about the show. So that's what I've got in store for you guys today. Buckle up. There is a lot of bombshells headed your way, guys. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So will you confirm or deny? At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. I do have a couple more questions, like just about behind the scenes filming if you've got time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what I want to know is, like when you're on the show and you sign up to for this show and you do you like select on the application that you're a nice guy or a fuckboy? How does that work? Yes. Okay, so because after the whole Brogan thing, I was – I didn't want a relationship for a fair while because I was like that one took everything out of me that one ruined me so I was kind of like I just went oh what should I do and I put f boy then then on the phone like what do you want to do and then they kind of told me they said look if you want to find a girl girl's a nice guy and you can split the money but if you don't want to find a girl why don't you just take the 50 and I was like fair enough three weeks for 50 grand and these three girls could be absolute like idiots like like I'm not that's probably sounds bad, but these three girls could be like like people that you just don't like. They could be horrible people or something. But then as I was on the show, them three girls were absolutely amazing. Like one of the probably best three girls I've met. So you didn't think it was gonna be as as like nice or like the girls are gonna be as good. Like you thought it was gonna be a bit more of like a shit show of like like a bit more obviously like in the fuck boys' favor to like win because it was very like you know feminist and you know female empowerment and all of that and the women really had the power. Did you not know what the like the show's mo was? I guess to be honest, I didn't even read up what the show was about or nothing. I literally it was on my Instagram. I went past it and it popped up again, and I just I was like oh I clicked on it and I applied for it. Didn't even know what the show was about or nothing. So I just went through and then yeah, just said. Pretty much, yeah. If you want 25, go nice guy. If you want 50, go F boy. Right, okay. So you had your eye on the bigger prize. <laughs> yeah, because I, I wasn't going to find, like I say, I wasn't going to go find love yeah. three weeks. So 
I mean, if someone was offering me 25 or 50, I think I'd go for the 50. So you went on there thinking, all right, this is a game show. I'm going to be play up to this fuckboy thing and I'm going to get that $50,000. Yep. That was my role. That's my idea. I can kind of understand that. Like from not, if you'd never watched the show before, I mean, we haven't had it in Australia before. So it was the first season. And before you go on, not knowing yet what the girl's going to be like, what the environment's going to be like, you know, it w- it would be hard. I mean, for next year going on, the guys, they can watch this season and they're going to have a bit more of an idea of what, what it actually is like. So can you just lie? Like, what if you were really a nice guy and you went on as a fuck boy or vice versa? Like, could you actually just lie and say, like, I, there's some people on there that I'm like, you're definitely a fuck boy. And they were as nice guys. Justin. Yeah. Well, that's just Justin, like a couple of others. How does that work? Like, do producers veto, like, or like do some background checks to find out if you are actually what you're saying you are? It's all self-proclaimed. So everything's self-proclaimed. So it's just whatever you put down is whatever you get. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, and when I was on there, that's why I kind of told Molly I was an F work. So I, I hate, like, I felt so bad lying to her. I was just like, I'm, and like, we're, when we were in the room, she was like, because she said, she's like, what are you? She knew I was going to break because I'm like, I can't lie to her. And she was like, what are you? And then she was like, just don't embarrass me in front of all of Australia. And that kind of hit me. And I was like, I can't really let this girl go out there and pick an F boy or something. But then again, I was always going to split the money. So, but I was like, I'm just going to tell her. I know I'm going to get in trouble, but. I mean, it's for my own, like for myself, I'll feel so much better just telling her, getting in trouble, getting sent home. Yeah. So for those who haven't watched, you and Molly, you had like an intimate moment back at the girls' villa and you admitted that you were a fuckboy, which is not only against the rules, but kind of a big disadvantage to yourself. Definitely. I thought I was going to sent home after that. I was, I thought I was packing my bags. And why did you do it? Because you just didn't want to deceive her anymore. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. I, I just felt terrible. Every time she like asked me, I was like, I'm an Oscar. I was like, I just feel terrible just lying to her. Wow. So you do have a conscience. <laughs> yeah. I said, I'm an Oscar. I just, like, I just put a tick the box to say I'm an F boy. That's the only difference. That's what they all say. Do you think in hindsight, admitting that to her helped or hindered your chances at winning? Like, do you think that helped you get further in the game? Nah, it definitely, it definitely put me back, I think. Since Nick was there as a nice guy, and now she she's guaranteed no matter what I'm now a risk. And it wasn't like, a, oh, is he, is he not? It's like, yeah, he's a risk. So it definitely put me back in the game. Mm. Some people are also saying like, and I, I felt this as well watching the show. I was like, I bet that he's just, this is like a bit of a manipulation strategy. He's just telling her this information so that she feels like a false sense of safety of like, oh, he's telling me this big secret and he's going to reform for me. And yeah, sort of is a bit of a manipulation play. Did that cross your mind at any point? No, nah, I did not even think about that at the time when that happened. So it wasn't a strategy? No, definitely not. It just it literally she just asked me then and there and I was like, okay, I'm I'm just gonna have to tell you like, I can't do this. Like I've gotta tell you that I'm an F boy. But then they also they screwed me up with the interview and they, they put down like the whole they just gotta tell them what they wanna hear. And I was like, Oh, I said that at the start because I was being such a wanker in my interviews. <laughs> I was like the first interview I did, the um, guy asking the questions, he was funny as, and he was just feeding it to me and me and him was just having like the best time. But I didn't realize how much I was sharing and how much I was saying because he was laughing. So I was like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. So you got caught up in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, that kind of screwed me up for the rest of the show. Producers are very good at getting you guys to say stuff. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 
and like make you feel like, oh, this is really good. They're like egging you on almost. Well, that's what they did because they're like, oh, we've got to get him out interview now. And then they're like, no, we've got to keep him in here right now because he's like, he's, he's doing such, like, it's so much fun. So they got me back <laughs> in there. great content. You're amazing. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Little oh, did I. Little did you know. Now, <laughs> what did happen under the sheets back at the girls' villa? Obviously, Molly admitted there was a bit of something, something. I don't really want to say what happened, but I think everyone got a good idea, but I'll try not to say too much it's still molly's got a she's with nick so i kind of respect them too was it more than what was said or just what was said um it was no just what was said oh. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that was a bit of a pause there nah, yeah, yeah. Right, we'll leave it at that okay so you mentioned justin you know wasn't a nice guy so we obviously discovered a couple of weeks ago that you know he had all of these domestic violence charges against his name and I contacted Binge about it and, you know, asked them like if they knew about it. And they said that they found out about it during filming. Did you guys hear anything about this during filming? No, I didn't even know that he was married once before. Oh, so he didn't even, he didn't even tell you guys that he was married like last year. No, I I, I never knew about it. I don't know if you told Sophie. I doubt you both. That's crazy. Because even like there was a couple of times he was talking to Sophie and something goes wrong and he just snaps and he'll say something and then everyone's like, whoa, calm down. Like, so it's a bit of a clicker. Yeah, I think he just has that, that moment and so doesn't even realise. Wow. Like, do you have any examples like of what, what he said or did? Well, I think it, the, the main one was on, we're doing mansplaining and someone bring up the whole thing about um, what he said about the three girls. He didn't find any of them attractive or something. And then he kind of, I think Sophie said something and he snapped at Sophie and everyone there was like, whoa, 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 hold up. I don't think they filmed it. No, they didn't even put anything about that on mans- mansplaining, but it did snap at Sophie then. Wow. Everyone was a bit. And there was also when Benny went off at Justin on like the third last night or something. There was a moment there he snapped at Sophie again there. And what was Sophie saying to this behaviour? Well, I think it was just heat of the moment, so she didn't really pick up on it too much. I think she was pretty into Justin at that time too, so she kind of just didn't think about it. So do you think Justin got a good edit? Uh, I think he got a better edit than what he should have. Wow. Okay. Which is weird because I'm like, that could have been good content if they exposed him. Like you lied about being a nice guy. You're actually a fuck boy, you know, charges, all of these incidents. Yeah. They could have absolutely, like, even with a lot of stuff that happened on the show, they didn't air it. And they could have been a lot of stuff where Justin could have been very hated. Mm. None of the guys liked him at the end of it. Really? Yeah. See, the weird thing is, is like, he's actually, when you talk to him, he's actually really like a nice emotional person, but then you just see different sides of him. I think it's just like an act he puts on when he talks to people, but there's like that other side to him where he's just, yeah. So he's putting on the nice guy act. Yeah, that's what I think he was doing. Wow, okay. I don't support him. Once I heard about that domestic violence thing, I was like, no, I don't support him at all. What did the boys and like the group chat say when that story dropped? Well, I don't, I don't know if anyone put it in the group chat. Because <laughs> he's, he's in there. Yeah, I think we just kind of all messaged each other, like, did you hear this? And he's like, everyone's like, hell yeah, I did. That's hectic. And then like, I read the article and I was like, oh, my God, this is pretty bad. And I'm not supporting domestic violence. So, yeah, if he gets angry at me saying anything about him, then good on you. Don't do domestic violence. Very good. Amen. We love to hear that. So I want to ask you about behind the scenes filming as well. Like, what was it like? filming run us through like a normal day and what was production like was there you know any big things that didn't make it to air was it 
staged? Was it pretty natural? Like, talk us through that. No, it was all, um, it was actually, like, it was so much fun. I loved it. Every day I was waking up and I was like, this is, this, this is so cool. I don't have much, like, stress in my life. So it was kind of cool to have a bit of a stressful moment every now and again. I was like, oh, this is, like, exciting. <laughs> Trauma. Yeah, that's what I, and it was like you're living each, like, you're literally living each episode. Every episode you're like, oh, my God, what's happening today? What's going to happen tomorrow? Like, it was, it was cool. This is exciting. Yeah, it was a lot of filming. So it was like, so they do the eliminations and the next day there will be, the, I think it's the mixer. So they'll film the mixer and then they'll film the dates and then there'll be eliminations. So every, it was like a three-day roster. Every three days you do like that kind of sequence. Or it'll be like, yeah, the next day will be like the game show and the mixer and then they'll go to the dates and then, yeah, to eliminations. Pretty full on, like filming schedule. It was pretty full on. It was like, it was kind of when the dates happen you pretty much do nothing all day unless you're on the date. But otherwise you kind of sit at the villa while they're at the dates getting filmed. And then we would do like, we'll sit around and then they'll film us like talking about what happened on the elimination or something or something that's happened. But it was pretty full on. You wake up, film pretty much all day. Then yeah, bed, wake up, film all day. And what was production like? Oh, they were, they were amazing. They did such a good job. They controlled like all these boys because boys aren't very good with coordination. So they control us and have us all doing a certain thing, trying to get ready and all that. So they, I reckon they did a great job. Oh, that's good to hear. Because there was a few like scary moments where there was a couple of almost altercations. There was one in the room with, was it Corey and... Um, yeah, Darcy. Darcy, that's right. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Darcy. I wasn't there for that. Oh, yeah, because you were the intruder. So you came after that. There was another little altercation where two of Sophie's guys, Justin and... um. Who did Justin have a almost punch on with? I think there was Justin and Nico, and then there was Justin and Benny, and then there was Justin and Benny again. Oh, that's right, Justin and Benny. Also missed out me and Sean. What do you mean? Because so, Sean threw me under the bus, like, I think it was like the second night for the finale or something. He hopped up and threw me under the bus, and he was like, if I was you, Molly, I wouldn't pick him. And then he slut-shamed Molly as well while he was standing and saying stuff. What did he say? I can't remember. It was something about Molly how Molly's gone around kissing all these guys and something like that. So Molly hit him up. So I was standing there with Molly talking. Sean come over and then Molly's like, yeah, well, you slut shame me. And then I was just, I went off and I was like, well, why are you here? Tell me why you don't like me and why you want to stand up and throw me under the bus to Molly. Like, can you tell me what I've done wrong? And he wouldn't. So I got pretty fed up and I was like, come on, stop being a, like I was kind of screaming at him saying, stop being a coward. Oh, my God. Uh, they, they missed out that. Why didn't they show it? I'm not sure. There was a lot of things they didn't show, but. That's crazy. That's, that would have been such good, to, like, such good TV. Yeah. See, Sean's not a bad person, but he's not my type of person. Who do you think got the best edit? Who got portrayed really good, aside from Justin, and you don't think that it's really who they are? Well, yeah, Justin got the, probably, he should have got the a worse edit than what he did. I think Benny, Benny the Pummy one. He was so funny, but he didn't really get any funny moments put on. Nick's actually like a, he's a real good guy. He's not that boring in life. Like, <laughs> yeah, is he really like just he? They made it look like he had no personality. Yeah, no, he's got a personality. He's yeah, he, he's still like a real nice guy. Like he's not all out there, but he was a lot better than what they've kind of portrayed of him. <laughs> they made him look like a bit of a simp. Was he as into Molly as like they made out, or did they play that up a bit? Yeah, definitely. So me and him roomed together 
and me and him were just talking about Molly and yeah, he was like obsessed with her. Like he really, no, he definitely. Because I was watching that and I'm like, oh, they're so like they're hamming this up. This poor guy has been made to look like such an idiot. That's so funny. No, he he definitely wanted Molly. What was Abby like as a host? Did you have much interaction with her? Yeah, personally, I didn't like her. <laughs> um, I felt like. Tell us how you really feel, Bernard. She likes the sound of her own voice and like she, it's, it's her word or nothing. So she'll say jokes, no one would laugh and then we have to retake it. And she's like, come on, joke. And someone made a joke about it and was like, well, maybe say something funny. <laughs> and she got very upset about that. Um, but yeah, she's kind of just, she was very like, I don't know if, I feel like if it was the other way, if it was a male up there saying what she said to us, like if a male said that about females, it would be a different story. They missed out a lot of stuff, but she was kind of just roasting us all day, every day, like saying how like we're all douchebags and we all dress like like F boys and um, like Joshy got uh, every day. It was like, you're just so boring. Every time I talk about you, you, I just yawn. But isn't that the premise of the show? Like, and the, it's meant to be all like a bit of, a bit of lighthearted fun and taking the piss and, you know, at the fuck boys expense. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But I, I don't know. Some of it was a bit too far, but I mean, we all just guys, we just kind of, yeah, cool. Like, cool. We kind of just blew it off. But the more thing that annoyed me was the whole podcast with Brogan and not letting me defend myself, not even letting me try to defend myself or nothing like that. So yeah, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of her. Okay. Fair enough. Many of the boys aren't a big fan of her either. Oh, really? Yeah. It seemed like everyone got along well with her and they, they really liked her as a host. Well, that's what it looked, you know, when I was watching and I thought she did a pretty good job. Yeah. Well, she was perfect for the job because she's probably the, like, if there's an F girl, she's definitely the F girl. <laughs> that's why she was perfect for the job. She was pretty savage. I, I liked it. I liked her putting the fuck boys in their place. I think, I think you guys needed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't say no to that. Now, I do have one last important question that I've been dying to ask you. Yep. <laughs> Why do you have your rude finger up in all of your photos on Instagram? Well, <laughs> so I used to never do it and I did it in one post and I got like seven and a half thousand likes on it. Oh. And, and I was like, what the hell? So I did it again. I think I posted a photo without it and I got like nothing. So I posted <laughs> again with the rude finger and I got another like 6,000 likes. I was like, okay, these people like the finger and all the comments were just like all about my finger. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll just keep posting it. So then I just kept doing it. And every time I did it, I got a heap of likes. And if I didn't do it, I got no likes. So I was like, I was like, keep doing it. So it was about the engagement and the likes. Yeah, yeah. Literally, that, that was all it was about. Was it girls engaging with the post, like commenting and liking, or was it guys? Honestly, it was mostly guys. <laughs> okay. So you're getting a lot of likes, but from the wrong target audience. Yeah, oh, that's right. The likes, they're all, they're all numbers on there, so no one knows which one's which. That's fine. Well, good to know. I might have to um, try it on my Instagram page and see if I get some more likes. Oh, give it a go. <laughs> give it a go. You might see it and, yeah, you might get a heap of likes. Might go viral. Yeah. Warning. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay.
focus. That's all the fuckboy island tea I've got for you drama queens today. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it on your socials or send it to a friend who you think may also enjoy the episode. Speaking of socials, make sure you're following us on all of ours. There are links in the show notes for that. We've also got our tea spilling website, sodramaticonline.com and our daily podcast, Dropping Tea, every Monday to Friday at 5pm. Guys, I will be back in your ears tomorrow with our Apple subscription and Patreon episode, our bonus tea. Do not miss that. And of course, with our daily show and then again on Tea Tuesday. Lots and lots of tea coming your way. Make sure you keep checking back here for updates. I look forward to seeing you all then, whenever that is. Goodbye, good riddance and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.